Like me and Ellie are writing two completely different stories right now with our lives. You know, Ellie, you are on your own path and doing your own thing. I'm on my own path and doing my own thing. We're both loving it. We're both having great experiences. But if we were to sit here and like compare each other's lives, I was like, oh my gosh, I'm jealous of Ellie. Like she already has her own condo. She has her life together. There's just no point in doing that because we're right. on different trajectories. You might be really similarly aligned with some influencer you follow and you love the way that her hair looks and you love the way that she dresses and you love the places that she goes. Your end goal is look something like where she's at right now. But that doesn't mean that you'll never get there. I'm Lily. And I'm Ellie. And, and this, this is Life, Life Actually. Actually. Welcome back. Hey guys. It feels like it's been forever. It does. Like, I don't even think it's been that long. Like a week? I don't know. Not that long. Two weeks? It really hasn't been that long, but me and Ellie have been catching up so much. Like I've been missing her so much while being at UK. It's sad. It's really sad. It's a weird adjustment. Like we've lived in the same city our whole life didn't know each other did not hang out then went to college met from second first semester but didn't really hang out second, yeah second semester I feel like we've been inseparable since second semester freshman year we hit it off at old school coffee <laughs> yes and then we've just been really consistent with our friendship since then so it's just weird not living near you because ever since I've been friends with you I lived near you, and even whenever we weren't friends, we lived near each other. I know. Well, and, like, our routines are on such a, like, synced basis. Like, we would always go to the mall together, go to Suntan City together, Trader Joe's. Like, I just feel like we had such synced routines, so it's sad because I'm like, oh, my gosh. Ellie's yeah. not here to, like, live my routine with me. It is. It's so weird. Well, I think the biggest thing for me, too, is, like, you know, whenever you're about to go do something that, like, we would have done together, like oh, hey, do you want to go to Trader Joe's with me? But then, like, you're not here. I think about texting you sometimes, and then I remember that you're That's not here. That's depressing. Well, we're back now today. We're back. Together. Yeah. And we're coming to you pretty recent, so... So, it's fall, and our last episode was All Things Fall, and today we're going to talk a little bit about um, pressure, and which is totally like we keep sometimes we keep it light and sometimes we get heavy. I think today we're going to be a little heavier. Um, but I think that it's important to touch on because everybody tends to feel this way. Um, there's a lot of pressure that whether you put it on yourself internally or your family puts it on you or your friends put it on you to be at a certain place in your life at a certain time, whether that's you know, I'm 18 and I'm moving off to college and I should feel happy but really I feel homesick or I'm 25 and I should feel ready to get married but really I want to continue to travel the world mm -hmm. or whatever it is um there's a lot of pressure from society from ourselves whatever yeah so. I think society I think social media I think really social media is a huge reason why we all have so much of this pressure on us but really in reality guys like everyone is on their own separate track I mean like look at me and you Ellie we are on totally different tracks and I think that's why today is going to be so beneficial for you guys to get to really hear from two different points of view and each and every one of you is on your own separate track as well and there's just so many expectations like you need to graduate college this time. You need to have your career at this time. You need to be making this much at this time. And it's like, in reality, we should be focusing on our own path, 
putting the blinders on, tunnel vision on where we individually are going because in reality, everyone's going different places. Everyone has different goals and everyone wants to do different things with their life. So it just shouldn't be compared. You know what I mean? I feel like everyone's just comparing everyone and it can can just be really, really tough to deal with. Mm -hmm. I think um, for me, it's easy to... It, especially in the past, it was easy for me to to do a lot of the comparing, and I feel like, you know, obviously my life has taken a turn that not that's not as common um, at my age, at least not in our society today. You know, most people that you know that are twenty um, aren't like starting a family right now, and I think for me, like going that far off of the beaten path has actually been extremely uh, empowering and has kind of made me feel more um like empowered to do my own thing but I think sometimes like you do need like a little jump start because if you're in your everyday routine and you're just like you know living day to day moment to moment and you're not thinking that much about the future when the future kind of comes to you sometimes you might feel like oh my gosh Mm -hmm. 100% and like I have found myself getting caught up in kind of Instead of like, oh my gosh, I should be ahead, ahead, ahead. It's like, since I am so ahead and graduating so early, like this is on the flip side, I am like, oh my gosh, like I should be out like partying all day and like doing all college things that most 19, 20, 21, 22 year olds are doing. And so for me personally, it's kind of worked in the flip at some points. And this isn't all the time, but sometimes like I will think I'm like, oh my gosh, should I like actually be out at a darty instead of working on my business? And like, not to say that's all I do, but it just, the comparison game like works for me also on the flip side, which I don't know if many people can relate to, but that's just me specifically. And another thing that I have personally really struggled with is like post-grad where I'm going to be because so many people are in different places. Like so many people are doing different amounts of school. Like I have friends that are pre-med and they're going to be in school for like eight years. I am going to be in school until December. And then also next year I'm technically in school in an internship. So it's just so weird. And I think about wanting to move cities because it's been a dream, huge dream of mine to move cities um, to a really big city. And I'm like, oh my gosh, I want to be there by the time I'm 21. But realistically, it's probably going to not happen until I'm 23. And I've really just had to like sit with myself and be like, Lily, you were on your own time frame. And just because this influencer on social media is in New York at 20 or 21, or I just can't get caught up in the comparison of that. And I need to stay on my tunnel vision with my own dreams. And so it's taken a lot to realize. But I think once you do kind of realize that, it helps to put a lot into perspective. Yeah, I agree. Well, and I think something I've realized, and you probably feel the same way, is that in high school, really all of your life, you go preschool, kindergarten, whatever, all the way up till Mm -hmm. senior year of high school, and you graduate. And that is such a big turning point, because up until that point, pretty much everyone you know your age living in America is going to school and is doing something similar. You know, Mm -hmm. everyone's journeys look a lot different, but overall people are on the same path. They're working up to graduating high school. Mm -hmm. And once you graduate high school, that is where you can decide the the trajectory of the rest of your life. And for a lot of people that I'm around and that you're around, they've chosen college, whether their parents chose that for them or they chose that for themselves, whatever that looks like, 
a lot of us chose college and I think college is one way but it's not the only way that's something that's like really cool to remember too and like I just think that um you know a lot of people that are in college might still be living that day-to-day moment-to-moment going with the flow making school happen and getting everything done all the way working up to graduation just like they were in high school and then post-grad like you said it hits them they're like oh my gosh what am I going to do with my life because even though they were thinking about the end goal of graduating maybe they weren't thinking about what graduation meant for them where they were going to go with that and so um, I think it's a really like important thing to remember at any point you can start focusing on your goals I was literally just having this conversation with um, my friend Regan the other day and she was saying, you know, I worked up toward graduation all this time and now I'm here at my senior year and I'm like, what am I going to do with this degree? And she just chose to drop everything and start working on her little side hustle and doing her business. And it's already grown so much in like a month or two months or however long it's been and it's going to continue to grow. And you know, whether she uses that as her career ultimately or not, she just started the thing, you know, and sometimes you just have to do that. Yes. And you, you've got to get rid of making a million trillion excuses because you've got to just go for what you want. And like I said before, really put all your blinders on, really narrow down on your goals on where you want to be and try to tune out the outside noise of other people and what they're doing. So on Instagram specifically, everyone's flexing, whether they're in like a new city or they they just got this great job or like whatever it is. Everyone is posting their highlight moments of everything they're achieving, but just because someone's achieving something at one point does not mean that you're not going to get there or that you're going to achieve great success yourself. It takes time, and that's what I kind of think of right now. I'm on the building blocks to being really, really successful, and every single day, it's another step up, and it's another step up, and I just think, you know, you have your own vision, so do not get caught up in someone else's, and there have just been so many stories. I was actually just recently reading Bethany Frankel's book, Business is Personal, and Ellie, you would love it. She's on the New York City Housewives. You know who I'm talking about? Uh, I think I've heard of her. Or you might not watch it, but anyway. I've definitely heard the name. Yeah, so she's like so, so incredible, a really strong businesswoman, sold her business for like $100 million. Anyway, big success story, started from nothing, was broke in Manhattan, like couldn't even afford a taxi, was on Housewives, like this whole thing. And she was late 30s. So that's when a lot of people would like expect for you to have your life together. She was in, she was like 38 years old and like completely couldn't afford a taxi, like broke all these things and then developed this business and sold it for a hundred million dollars in a matter of like a five years it maybe it was three years it was shorter so that just goes to show that everyone's on their own time frame and she is very very successful now but everything she did all the grind throughout her young years in New York and everything like it, it built up to that moment right yeah I think that's like huge and something that I try to keep in mind is like there's no blueprint for like how your life should go it's not like you know, other than high school, like I said, high school, yes, there's a timeline on. You're supposed to be a certain age range in each grade and you're supposed to graduate within a certain time frame. Other than that, there's no time frame on your life. Like you graduate high school and you're relinquished into the world. You can choose to start college. You can choose to take a gap year. You can take 10 years off and then decide to go back one day. You can get your real estate license. 
you can start a business, uh, you can start a job in retail, you can do whatever you want. And I think it's important to remember that like, like Lily said, your journey's gonna look different than other people's. And that sounds generic, but it's so true. And that will help you get through like the little um, things that might feel like stepping stones uh, because there's been so many of those. Like I would, I want to ask you, Lily, what are some things in your life that you feel like have been stepping stones to something bigger? Where like in the moment it felt tedious, it felt like it wasn't uh, a part of your journey, it didn't need to be a part of your journey, it was just kind of like stupid, like a, maybe a job you worked or something you did that just felt like insignificant. So I think about life a lot in terms of connections. And so I don't know if if I would necessarily say this is tedious, but there have been times in my life where I'm like, okay, well, I'm really having to put a lot of effort into this person and like do a lot of things for them. I really care about them, but it's just, it's a lot of effort. But then those connections and that time I've invested in those, I, I, I wouldn't necessarily call them relationships. It's more of a professional sense, like mentors wise. Um, that time invested has given a great return on me. And specifically, I can just think of a few stepping stone examples. When I was in high school, I started to get healthy and I just kind of gravitated towards that. And I loved the way I felt and it didn't seem that significant. It's not that it was insignificant because I was just doing it. I wasn't doing it for looks. I was just like, oh, like I, I just have heard of this like being healthy, like I'm going to try it. And so that really, I became so passionate about it and that became my identity. And my whole purpose is for helping people find a version of healthy that works for them. But at the moment, I didn't know what I was doing. I didn't know that was going to be my whole life. And when I've dedicated years of research, of school, of such hard work to do, to do that, like I had no idea. And then working at Cycle Bar, that's another thing. It's not that it was insignificant. I, I like wanted that job so bad. I'd been going there for a while and like was obsessed with it. Um, So it's not that it was like it seemed insignificant at the time, but the connections I've made through Cycle Bar have served me immensely. Like I've met so many people that have helped me, that have just made more connections, that have experiences. I've gotten promoted there three times, um, finally to assistant manager. And like that has looked excellent on my resume. So that was something that I was like, oh my gosh, this is going to be a fun job. And it ended up being something so huge and an opportunity so great. So I think connections for me, like, overall have been huge huge with the stepping stones and the rinse and repeat and the going and going and going is making those connections and capitalizing on those connections yeah yeah I think you hit on the jobs thing and that's kind of what I was gonna say too I feel like your job your nine to five or whatever it is that you're working might feel insignificant but like several of my jobs are what shaped me into knowing what I wanted to do with my life and what I didn't want, want to do, you know, it yeah. helps you weed out ideas of like, okay, I definitely could not be inside every single day, nine to five. That's something I realized mm -hmm. because when it's really pretty out, especially in the summer, I am so sad if I'm working inside. So I know that sounds like silly to some people, but for me, I knew I needed a job that had flexibility yes. as far as that goes, because I want to spend time outside. I want to take walks in the park. I want sunny days off of work sometimes. So that was really big to me. Um, and there's just a lot of little things. Like I said before in previous podcasts, like working at Juice Bar, working at Zest, those like spurred my um, passion for health. Same, there's a lot of other things in my life that did too, like my mom and stuff. But yeah, like working certain places, definitely. And then also um, 
I think class was something that for me seemed really, really tedious oh, at the time. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. And like, you know, chemistry class, it was so hard to keep my nose down and just get it done. And honestly, I didn't always do the best job of it. But I feel like it's it's a stepping stone. It's re- It really is. Like if you care enough about getting your degree and you care enough about your major, that's kind of one of those things that look at it as one step to like the bigger goal instead of just Mm -hmm. taking it day by day and like thinking you're going to come up with motivation to do your work because you probably won't that way. And I I think that that's awesome, Ellie, that like from the things that you've done and the challenges you've endured and the experiences you've been through that you, one thing you've taken from that is flexibility and like knowing what you want because a lot of times, you know, people don't know what they want and that's okay. But when you do get those little hints that help you build up to the career you're going for, the goal you're setting your tunnel vision onto, it's important to take that and know what you want. And obviously you can't check all the boxes, but like that's a non-negotiable for you. So you're completely focusing on that. Yeah. So, and you hit on college, which is something I can't even believe I didn't think about. I do that all the time. I just blank. Um, But you have a great point about chemistry and just college in general, because I do not like school. I'm not a school girl, contrary to popular belief by everyone, probably because I've done so much of it the past two and a half years. I am not a school girl. I don't like to focus in it. I mean, I like furthering my education on like gut health and nutrition stuff but hate to break it to you but that's not all that the college is for dietetics majors uh yeah no um so that is something that has been a challenge for me and I always get my stuff done I always prioritize that but in the moment I'm like this is so dumb this is so dumb like I want to be done I just want to like watch Pretty Little Liars and like eat enjoy like chocolate chips like I'm over it so you that you brought up a great point with school yeah I think This is another thing, and this goes into there's no right way to do your life, I guess, but there's such a balance because I think for me, I I did try to be flexible, and I would try to think, zoom out and zoom in. Like, I'd zoom in and think about, okay, I really need to focus because I have a test this Friday, and then I'd zoom out and think, okay, but, you know, this sounds terrible, but like, okay, if I died tomorrow, like... I wouldn't want to remember my last day studying for this test and saying no to going to lunch with my friends and blah, blah, blah. You know, that's dramatic, but that's where my head goes is like, you know, life's short, like, you know, make it work. So I think that there is a balance between like literally torturing yourself over something and doing something Mm -hmm. for the bigger picture. You can't spend your whole entire life just like working, 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 working to get to this thing that's never going to happen. I'm not saying do that, but you know, work towards an achievable goal and then another achievable goal. We've talked about that a lot, but yes. yeah, like you have, ha- you have to have a goal in mind though, or else you're not going to get anywhere. And like I said, like Lily said, don't compare, don't think, okay, well this person's, you know, living it up, traveling at 21. Why am I not doing that? Because you might be doing that in, at some point in your life, if that's what you're passionate about, it might be at 25, mm-hmm. it might be at 30. And for whatever reason, you know, that's going to end up being the best time in your life to do that. You know, there's been times where I've thought like, oh, I wish I was on this trip or I wish I was doing this thing. And then I still did that thing. I just did it later on and I realized why it was better. Um, Or certain things in my life I've done earlier, like having a baby. Like, Like I said, not everyone that you know that's 20 is having a baby right now. And for me, it's something that's happening earlier. And I can't even like picture it any other way now Mm -hmm. I'm just like at this point where I'm like wow I'm so glad I get to be a young mom and I'm so glad that like everything worked out this way because like 
it just becomes obvious to you, you know that like you're on the right path and yes. I just feel like that like that piece of it it's like really important right well and it's like think of it in terms of this you are writing your own story day by day you were writing your own story you were on your own path pivoting going through experiences life challenges just going throughout life writing your own story and your own story is going to be unique to you it's not going to be the your story is not going to be the influencer story you see on social media it's not going to be one of your friends stories who uh, maybe they're graduating at a different time than you maybe they have different life plans like it is your own story for a reason and you serve your own purpose and like me and Ellie are writing two completely different stories right now with our lives which is incredible and it's amazing and you know we still are like best friends and we love hearing about each other's different live experiences and just daily lives in general and so I just think it's important that to highlight that um you know Ellie you are on your own path and doing your own thing I'm on my own path and doing my own thing we're both loving it we're both having great experiences but if we were to sit here and like compare each other's lives and I was like oh my gosh I'm jealous of Ellie like she already has her own condo she has her life together she's with Landon like everything's set up everything's great then like there's just no point in doing that because we're on different trajectories right well and it's it would be easy for us to do that because we are really similar at the Mm -hmm. same time I mean we're on totally different paths but we could easily be comparing ourselves to one another because we have similar goals so you know that's something Mm -hmm. to keep in mind like you might be really similarly aligned with some influencer you follow and you love the way that her hair looks and you love the way that she dresses and you love the places that she goes and you know your end goal is look something like where she's at right now but that doesn't mean that you'll never get there it just means that you know maybe that is a part of your journey it's just like you're not there yet so that's just something to keep in mind is like it's like I said with Lily and I like there's certain things where I could look at her and be like oh my gosh she still gets to do this and this and this and she could look at me and be like she gets to do this and this and this And, like, that's just – there's no point. Like, Lily will get to a point where she settles down and has family. And, like, I, you know, there's just – there's all those types of things, and they happen in Mm -hmm. their own time. And I think something you hit on that I want to go back to is you said you're writing your own story. I love that. One of my favorite quotes is – it goes something like – I always butcher these quotes. I should stop with the quotes. Everyone (laughs) – no, they're inspirational. I mess them up. But it's something along the lines of, like, you decide how you tell your story – and that, to me, is so big. There's so many mm-hmm. theoretical ways of thinking of it, like reframing and whatever. But I just like to think of it like you are the storyteller. Your life is a story and you're the storyteller. You tell it to yourself. You tell it to your family. You tell it to your friends. You tell it to your followers on Instagram and the people that read your blog and the people that listen to your podcast, whatever it is. You tell the story. So I'm not saying sit here and be fake. But I'm also not saying sit here and go on and on and on whining about your life because you're making your life this sob story if you're doing that. And if you're comparing and if you're doing all all those things, you can tell a story of your life that goes something like this. Okay, right now I'm in college and I'm working towards my degree in dietetics and one day eventually I'm going to be a dietitian and I'm going to move to Hawaii. I don't know, whatever your plan is. And maybe it is that thing that your Instagram influencer favorite is doing. And that's where your story, you tell your story to go, if it makes sense. But 
it doesn't mean that you're like talking about it like, oh, well, you know, maybe I'll get there. Like hopefully I'll live in Hawaii one day and hopefully I'll be a dietitian and hopefully I'll make it all work. You tell your story like it's happening, you know, and you, you move forward like that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Well, and like you tell your own version too. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, yes, you want to be a dietitian and move to Hawaii like this other influencer, whoever it is that you look up to or who's your mentor, but you do your own version of that because I think, Ellie, and I don't know if you kind of are similarly aligned thought-wise with this, but everyone is unique in in their ability to like serve and their ability to do something like you may have the same job position as someone or the same idea of what you want to do but you have your own unique abilities to serve in a certain unique way and I I really do think that everyone my strengths are sometimes different than your strengths Mm -hmm. we may share similar ones but overall like we can serve different purposes Mm -hmm. yeah and even as people who want to have similar jobs one day I think it's important to remember that no one can take your spot. It's impossible because mm-hmm. you are the only person that's you and that can do exactly what you can do. So if there's a job out there that's meant for you and you feel like, oh, this person took that from me, or if I don't get ahead of the game, this person's going to take that from me. I mean, you can have some competitive edge, whatever, but overall, like, don't feel like, oh, you know, I didn't get this job because this person beat me to the punch, that's not how it works. Like, Mm -hmm. your spot can only be filled by you and will only be filled by you. And you have to remember that. And that's something, too, that really helps me with, like, I guess I hate to use the word jealousy, but I feel like that's the word I'm looking for. I think it is, Like, it helps me not to be a jealous person Mm -hmm. or not to be an insecure person, whereas I used to be more insecure in the past. And I obviously still struggle with it sometimes, but... Overall, I feel like I've really done better with that because I remember that like no one can do what I can do. I'm not saying I'm better than Lily, but I just know Lily's not me. And in the same way, I'm not her. There's things that she can bring to the table that I can't and the other way around. Mm -hmm. I think there's room in the space for everyone. At the Mm -hmm. end of the day, there's room for you. There's room for me. There's room for other people that want to be here. Like I think there's room for so many more dietitians to come and capitalize on their own strengths and bring it to the space and whatever space that looks like, there's room for everyone to capitalize, for everyone to, you know, become really wealthy off their passion. There's room for everyone. And think like, and if this puts it into perspective to you, think about how many billions of people there are in the world. Just think about it. Like there's so many people that want to hear what you have to say and your unique gift and your unique ability just because someone else wants to do the same thing as you where there's a job you want and someone else gets it. Like that does not mean that you aren't meant for something else and there's not going to be another opportunity brought along for you. Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Well, and like even if you just look at Lily and I's, you know, job fields, I'm just making this up, but say we both started our dietetics business tomorrow. We launched on the same day at the same time with our own unique websites, our own unique formats, whatever. We would have entirely different clients. Would some people maybe teeter-totter back and forth between who they were going to go to? Sure, that's how business works. In the same way that if it wasn't me, it was, you know, someone else versus Lily or someone else and me together. Like, there would be no matter what a decision to be made by clients but overall neither of us are going to be doing the exact same thing as one another and everything will work out the way it's supposed to Mm -hmm. if that makes sense so that's just important to keep in mind is like you know no one can can kind of just come in and take your thing 
Another thing we touched on that if you don't care, I might switch back to is the challenge aspect. Like how I think to, to me, you're someone who is really good at um, like working through something challenging and making it happen. What's like some some tips on that? Like when you see a challenge, like whether it's a, a certain test you have or you wreck your car and you still have to figure out how to get to work or, you know, it could be anything as small or as big as that. Um, like what, how do you overcome those challenges and make them work for you? Everything's figureoutable. I love that. I, I like that's obviously there's more than just that. But for the main thing that I repeat over and over my brain, I have it in my notes app. I write it down when I write in my agenda. Sometimes I'll put it at the top of the page. Everything is figureoutable because everything is figureoutable. And that helps me not, it helps me not lose sight of perspective because there have been so many times that I, I'm just going to go back to chemistry as an example, like Ellie mentioned previously, because there have been so many times that I really could have let that chemistry and that math that was terribly hard for me get me down but I would tell myself Lily everything's figureoutable go to the the tutor center and figure it out like stop creating these roadblocks in your head that don't actually exist and Ellie I know like in college you went through chemistry with me and I know we kind of are similarly similarly aligned in the fact that like we aren't the best at math and so I know you had a lot of those challenges did you kind of have a mantra like for me everything is figureoutable and did that get you through it or what gave you perspective because personally I know that you would pivot a lot and just you would have to figure things out frankly so how did you do that I think with school you helped me a lot um, like with remembering that, like you said, everything's figureoutable. You'd always tell me that whether I got a bad grade back on a test or I didn't have time to study for something, or I had a test on the same day as my formal or whatever. I remember you always saying that and kind of reminding me like, you know, you don't have to choose. You can do both. You just got to figure it out. And so that helped. But I think really more so for me, when I think about overcoming the challenges, it's more like, like life big life challenges, I guess. I think about like, you know, big bumps in the road, like my living situation, which I've talked about before. I've never given you guys the full story. I'll have to do that sometime. But, um, but yeah, like really disliking my living situation. I lived with the best roommate ever, Madeline, but our housing situation was just terrible. And, you know, we had mold, all the things. And, So her and I knew, like, we needed to figure something out. And, like, overcoming that, what made the, where we got, which was the Theta House, or where, the place that we got to, so much more enjoyable. And we used to say that all the time. Like, we would look at each other and be like, wow, we would not appreciate the Theta House this much had we not been through that. And so I think, you know, coming out of something like that, especially when you have someone to, like, work at it with, like Madeline and I, how we worked at it together, um, that was, like, a, a really good thing to think of. Um, there's a song I heard yesterday, and it was in workout, when I was working out uh, in my workout class, and it was said something like, every teardrop makes you stronger or something, and I know that sounds so stupid, but, like, for me, I do feel like that. Like, every time I get really down and I, like, hit rock bottom and I start crying or, like, having a breakdown, I just, like, know that the next day I'm going to wake up and be, like, on, you know, bad bitch mode. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you don't, like, overly obsess over stressing about things, I feel like, as much. Like, you, you, yes, you will get down and, like, sad about things, but I feel like you you don't always, like, overly obsess over it. 
Yeah. I I do that. I try really hard to move on quick. And yes. not like not like numb it out or pretend it's not there, but I try to be like like last night, for example, I was having a really like rough night and I remember like sitting with myself and being like, All right, you know what? We're gonna get this done, we're gonna get this done, and then we're gonna move on. It was like I was stressing and who even knows, like I could go on about all the different things, but I had some things to do for work. I had some things to do for my other job. I knew I needed to finish up my baby registry, like random tedious things, needed to write thank you cards. My house was a wreck. And I was just kind of in this place where I was like, I could have sat there and cried the whole night between the hormones and the stress. And I just chose like, okay, you know what? You're going to wake up tomorrow and all this is still going to be here. So what do you want to do? Like, you want to just get it over with or are you going to sit here and cry about it? Like, mm-hmm. you know, so I just, I kind of zoomed out a little and then I was like, you know what? We're going to get some things over with. I got done what I could get done and then, you know, something random and unexpected happened, which I guess I'll tell you. Um, my neighbor ended up, she hit her head and she came and knocked on our door and we had to take her to the hospital. And so our night took a turn. Pivot, mm-hmm. pivot, pivot. Like, you just... You do what you can do and, you know, you you make accommodations for people you care about. We really care about our neighbor. She's so sweet and we really wanted to make sure she was okay. So Landon and I took her to the hospital and, like, you know, I was so glad I had pulled myself together because, you know, had I not, I might have just been sitting around crying or might have fallen asleep and not heard her knock on the door. But I had chosen, okay, I'm going to finish this task and then she came knocking on my door and then I didn't get to finish it but it was fine it was not a big deal we made it work and then today I woke up and I was like you know what I'm glad I got that done and then on to the next thing Mm -hmm. well and Ellie correct me if I'm wrong but I feel like you also internally and this is just what I witnessed from you could be wrong but internally you just know that you're gonna figure things out and I feel like that's why you don't overly obsess over them you just know that they will work themselves out sometimes Mm -hmm. and so like yes you might be really really upset about something like last night but at the end of the day like you know you're gonna work it out and you know somehow it's gonna get worked out and so I feel like sometimes like you just have a really good perspective on things like that whereas for me like dealing with those things is more of repeating to myself everything's figure outable Lily everything's figure outable like it doesn't like I really have to work at it and constantly remind myself and make an effort to really be conscious of that or else I will get down in the dumps and I'll spiral and spiral and uh, complain to my boyfriend and spiral. So I intentionally have to remind myself, you can figure this out. You are being ridiculous. There's no need to overly obsess over this, but I don't know. Sometimes I just feel like internally you have really good internal perspective on things. That doesn't mean you don't get sad or upset, but you, you just know how to look forward. Yeah. And I, I feel like a lot of people could benefit from you like elaborating on that. Okay, yeah. So actually, this goes along with like our topic of kind of, you know, moving toward like your purpose and your goals and, you know, your own path. Um, I kind of keep in mind the fact that pretty much every good thing that's ever happened in my life has come from some sort of struggle. And I'm not sitting here like, oh, I struggle my whole life away. But you know, like nothing good just like happens overnight. And nothing good has come to me without a little bit of work, you know, whether it's a little or a lot and whether it's heartache or it's like something, you know, simple and really not that big of a deal. I feel like it always gets me to a better place. And so even like, you know, the best example I can think of right now is like my dog. I, you, as you know, I love my dog. My dog's my everything. He's the best. And for so 
many months when I first got him, it was an uphill battle because it was like he was the cutest thing ever, the best little sweet little dog in the world, but I had to deal with, you know, potty training and feeding him and doctor's appointments and vet bills and all those things were a struggle. And then it's all led me to like having my dog. And even now, like I still have to deal with all that stuff and I'm a lot more used to it now and I budget for it now and whatever. But pretty much everything in life is like that. If you have something that you really, really want, you're gonna have to remind yourself that like it's not gonna come without a little bit of blood, sweat and tears. And you know, you're gonna have to put that in in order to see the results you want. Um, so yeah, I think that really helps me keep that in mind is like, you know, anything hard that happens to me makes me so much stronger and makes me so much more equipped for what's coming next. Yes, that that is a really great point. And I kind of just want to bring that around to if you don't exactly know where you're going with your life, if you don't exactly know your trajectory and you're comparing and you're comparing, nothing good ever comes without struggle, which is essential, essentially what you just said. Nothing good ever comes without heartache, without blood, sweat, and tears, without putting a lot of effort in. So your passion, sometimes it's not just going to come to you. I mean, for me, like it took me a lot of working at eating healthy and for that passion to finally click with me and for me to love it. It took a lot of trial and error and a lot of different things. And so, you know, don't expect everything to just magically come to you. You've got to go through trials. You've got to go through tribulations. You know, there's so many people out there who get so passionate about health and fitness from losing a ton of weight. And that takes effort. That takes work. That takes literal blood, sweat, and tears. It takes a lot. And so that can be applied to tons of different scenarios. But that was just one. I think that was a super important point you hit on that's not hit on enough. It, it takes a lot to find your meaning, find your trajectory, find your goals. It may seem effortless for other people, but I'm telling you, they've probably gone through something, something's influenced them. They've had a pivotal moment in their life that's like led them to that. Right. Yeah. And they may make it look like, oh, they're just in Bali every other weekend, but there's something that they sacrificed to get to that point. Yes. And that's, that's something I've seen with you, Lily, is like, you've really sacrificed a lot for your, um, your particular education in dietetics, I feel like you've had this unique experience where you sacrificed some time in high school that you could have been, you know, chilling and being a senior and having fun and whatever, and you got college credits done. And then you sacrificed time in college and when you could have been partying and whatever else, and you made 20 credit hours happen, like multiple semesters in a row, which is ridiculous. And, like, to other people, it looks like, oh, Lily's just this wealth of health knowledge, and it just comes naturally to her, and to an extent it does, but it's been a lot of work. And same thing with, like, your internship. We were just talking about how you have to save up for your internship. That's huge. That's a giant sacrifice you have to make in your life. That's extra hours you're going to be working, a job so that you can pay for ultimately another job, and that's so much time out of your day. So I think, like, you know, I just want to say I think you're a really good example of someone who's very determined and will sacrifice anything that needs to be sacrificed to get where you want to go and I just think that's like really important is realizing like what's the most important in to you in your life Mm -hmm. because you cannot do everything and that is something I really struggle with is trying to do everything well and thank you I really appreciate you recognizing that it definitely has not been an easy road by any means but I think 
like there's so many times that I personally could have gotten caught up on, oh my gosh, I need to be living more of the college experience. And if that's what I wanted, obviously I would do it, but just living more of a normal average lifestyle, I guess, for kids our age. And I mean, there's a lot of kids working really hard, but majority of people at least I'm surrounded with are like partying a ton and like, which is great. Like I'm not shaming that at all. It's college. But I think that for me, I've had to just tunnel vision to my goals, what I want, you know, my vision, I write it down. Honestly, I keep it in notes. I work on it every single day so I don't lose sight of it because it's really easy to lose sight and fall into this comparison trap. We've been talking about this whole podcast, guys. Like That's why we reiterate and reiterate because you can hear it, but seriously, everyone is doing it and it's getting you nowhere. You've got to put your blinders on, tunnel vision into exactly what you want. If you don't know it yet, you tunnel vision into the baby steps that are going to get you there and you just, you move forward every single day. Mm-hmm. Something my mom used to always say is, what do you want? And then what do you want more? And so like, you know, when she'd ask me what I want, I could list off a few things and she'd say, you know, what do you want more? And then what do you want the most? And so when you really boil it down that way, that, that helps me. That helps me with remembering like, you know, right now, for example, there's so many things I want. I want to put my energy into X, Y, Z. But what do I want the most? I want the most to be prepared in two months when my baby comes. So like that has to take precedence over other things. And obviously there's certain things that you can't put off. Like, you know, if you're scheduled to work, I'm not saying just don't show up to work and go do what you want to do. You know, not that, but like making the priority, the thing that you want the most. I know that sounds simple, but it's really hard to do that sometimes. And you cannot have it all. And that's, it's impossible. Mm-hmm. And so remembering, like Lily said, your path is not like your roommates or your best friends or the other, your, the influencer you're following on social media. Your path is different. Everyone's path is different and everyone sacrifices something, whether you realize it or they realize it or not. Everyone's making sacrifices and making um, kind of like a, a trade-off every day yes. of what thing they want, what thing they want more, and what thing they want the most. So keep that in well, mind. And talk about sacrifices for a second. I know you just really hyped me up for my educational experience, but you have been the queen of sacrifices for the past, what, six months? <laughs> I mean, you already did sacrifice for what you wanted. I'm not saying that, but really in the past six months, I feel like Ellie has, you know, dropped everything to pivot for her baby, you know, pivot to move into this condo and get everything done so fast to get a job. And honestly, you're working multiple jobs right now. Like you are grinding, you are sacrificing, working on your side hustle. That takes so much energy, guys, especially to be pregnant and this pregnant. Like you were very pregnant right now. (laughs) You were very pregnant. So cute, adorable. So pregnant. But that is sacrifice, you know, Ellie could be sitting down on the couch with her, her feet crossed saying, Landon, like bring me everything. I'm pregnant. I can't do anything. (laughs) And be princess, which we love our princess moments. I mean, I love to do that to Seth. I'm not pregnant. Um, (laughs) But you don't. You are up. You are working. You are working for a better life for you, for Landon, for your baby, working on your goals. You, more than anyone, I think, have tunnel vision right now. You have tunnel vision. Okay, well, first of all. Like, you got it. I hate (laughs) using the word sacrifice for myself because I feel like it makes it sound like I'm like, you know, 
like trudging through mud like it's impossible my life's impossible right now I have a very cushy life but not to say not to say that like I don't work for anything I work really hard a lot of the things that I have I've worked for and my parents work really hard Landon's parents work really hard and they help us a lot they've trained us to be hard workers because they both they all work so hard um but with that being said, yes, a lot of what Landon and I have done lately has been a lot of hard work, and if you might call it sacrifice, um, and and I think a lot of it stems from, for me, I am not a bare minimum type of person. I don't like to kind of, you know, like today, for example, I work 12.30 to 5.30. I could easily have just said, you know, before work, I'm going to chill on the couch. After work, I'm going to chill on the couch. That would have been a bare minimum day. I still would have worked. I still would have made money. It's not that like I wasn't doing anything with my day, but like I like to wake up with a purpose in mind and with intention and say, you know, this is what I'm setting out to do. So today I woke up and I said, you know, I'm going to do something extra. I'm going to work on the podcast before work. And then after work, I'm going to come home and do X, Y, Z because that's just how I am. I'm not really bare minimum. And I think that helps with getting things done. So if you're somebody who has a hard time with getting things done, I would say that's something to keep in mind is try not to just do the bare minimum because mm-hmm. that's not going to make you feel good. I would try to at least pick certain days of the week where you're going to do several different yes. tasks all in one day. It's not just going to be work and that's it. Mm-hmm. Well, and I should have clarified what I meant by sacrifice too because I didn't mean sacrifice like you were, you wish you had another life. No, no <laughs> it, I meant sacrifice in the sense of your Netflix time, your yes. time where you are just uh, chilling with the whole, like, you know, what we all love to do. I love to watch Pretty Little Liars yeah. in bed with Enjoy Life chocolate chips and no responsibilities. Yeah. I would love to do that all the time when I had free time. But instead of taking your free time to do that, you're taking the free time you have to work on other things and yeah. to work and work hard. Yeah. So that's what I meant by that is you are sacrificing your previous leisurely time mm-hmm. that you would be lounging, chilling to yeah. do the things and work toward the things you're doing. Yeah. And it's just, it's really, for anyone to do that, guys, honestly, is really a big deal because it's so like promoted in our culture, I feel like, to just chill and scroll on TikTok and watch Netflix. And it's hard not to do those things. Like we all like to do them. We all do. So yeah. Yeah, and I think I think too. For me, something I do is I don't I don't necessarily just completely never do those things ever. But mm-hmm. there's definitely days where I know my limits, and I'm like, all right, today is it is not happening. Today I am gonna sit here and I'm gonna scroll on TikTok and I'm gonna take a nap because I do not have it in me. But then there's other days where like I look around and my house is a mess, and even though I don't want to clean it, I would rather just sit there until I leave for work. I know, okay, you know, I have two hours before I leave for work. I'm going to clean my house. It needs to be clean. It needs to be done. And I can do it, and I'm going to do it, and I do it. And so I just think, yeah, I think sacrifice is just a part of life, and the sooner you can accept that, the sooner you're on, you're going to be on your way to achieving your goals and to doing the things you want to do. And especially when you sacrifice for another person, I think that's one of the most beautiful parts of life. I think we're we're in a culture where, you know, everything is all about you and all about what you want. Yes. And it's just like, you know, how is this, how is this impacting me? What is this doing for me? Like, oh, I'm going to do this. And the return is going to be that I'm going to get this out of it. Sometimes you just do things and you don't think about what you're going to get from it. And I think that's really, really important is like, keeping that mindset that like there are sacrifices you're going to make and this is the opposite of what we've been saying this whole time 
but they're sacrifices you're going to make that are going to have nothing come from them. Nothing for you. They won't help you at all, but they might help someone else. And that's important too. You might sacrifice, you know, your time one day because somebody needs it. I mean, even last night, I'm not making myself out to be like this hero or anything, but I don't get anything out of taking my neighbor to the hospital, but I care about her. Like, that's just something you do. In the same way that I would hope someone would do that for me if I was living alone and I needed that. So it's just important to remember that, like, life is not all about you. It's not all about, like, what can I do for me and how can I step on heads to get to where I need to go? It's a lot of it is just giving and, you know, not expecting anything in return. Yes. And I will say I have realized even when I don't expect anything in return, I always, always, always have gotten something in return. Like I said, I'm not doing it expecting it, but I was just like telling my little sister the other day, she gave away all her um, little like toys to this little girl that we know that just really wanted them and she gave them all away and she said to me you know what I could have sold those and made a hundred dollars I shouldn't have given them away and I was like oh my gosh why do you feel like that you know you should it's good to give and she was like well I know and I could have just given her a few but then I still could have made a bunch of money on the rest and I was like you know what you did the right thing it'll come back to you and literally not even five minutes later she comes back and she said you know what, Ellie, I was just thinking about it. And actually, it already did come back to me. And I was like, what do you mean? And she was like, I was over at so and so's house, and they gave me a ton of clothes. And I forgot like about that until you said that. And she could have sold her clothes for at least $100. And that's what I could have made on my toys that I gave to this other little girl. And she didn't, she just gave them to me for free. And I just remember being like, that is exactly the point, you know, like you just, you just do it. Mm -hmm. You just sacrifice, you just give. And then it comes back. Like it, it always does. It does. Like a bomb dropped note to Lily to pull that clip because that (laughs) is just so important. That's just something huge that I've noticed. And I I feel like we both like definitely have talked about before, but this world is so self-centered, so self-centered. And don't get me wrong. It's important to like pour attention into yourself but there's a line and our world is very 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 about focusing only on yourself and never doing anything for anyone else and yes set your boundaries yes be careful about your time but you've got to give to other people and be generous you're gonna get it you're gonna get it back I'm telling you yes and I mean honestly with that that honestly just needs to be the whole theme of this podcast like can I play that over and over before because I really think that's important Ellie and I'm so glad you hit on that but with that I think that honestly rounds out this podcast in the best way yeah bottom line if you don't take anything away from this I think some some notes to hit on some bullets to hit on is number one you keep your head down focus on your goals blinders on like Lily said not comparing yourself to others. And then number two, like I said, life is sacrifice. Whether it's sacrificing for your goals, sacrificing for others, whatever the case, sacrifice is just a part of life. You have to get used to it and you have to get more comfortable with it because the more you work against it, the harder it will be. And I think like with that, it's important to remember, you know, just to round this out, you have to take care of yourself though that's really important if you are neglecting yourself to a point of you know your own personal care is becoming someone else's responsibility because you've been so you know negligent of your own Mm self-care and it's becoming someone else's problem at that point 
that's not good either. So you do need to find that balance. Put time into yourself, but also give time to others. Right. Help everybody out. Make the world a better place. Yes. Just you do you. Put your blinders on for what makes not you happy. Not you do you. Okay. You uh, be you. Be you. Do you. I say be you. I don't like that. I don't like that. I love it. You do you. Like, I'm going to do me. Be yourself. Whatever Dr. Seuss said about being yourself. Anyways, Everyone else is taken. Me and Ellie don't always agree, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like saying do you. It sounds weird. With that, we will talk to you guys next time. And thank you so much for tuning in. Love ya.